Welcome to the podcast of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta, where we are committed to changing lives with faith, hope, and love. We're so glad you are here. Our second scripture lesson comes from the Gospel of Luke, chapter 19, verses 28 to 40. Listen again for the word of the Lord. After he had said this, he went on ahead going up to Jerusalem. When he had come near Bethphage and Bethany at the place called the Mount of Olives, he sent two of the disciples saying, Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. If anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. So those who were sent departed and found it as he had told them. As they were untying the colt, its owners asked them, why are you untying the colt? They said, the Lord needs it. Then they brought it to Jesus, and after throwing their cloaks on the colt, they set Jesus on it. As he rode along, people kept spreading their cloaks on the road. As he was now approaching the path down from the Mount of Olives, the whole multitude of the disciples began to praise God joyfully with a loud voice for all the deeds of power that they had seen, saying, Blessed is the King who comes in the name of the Lord. Peace in heaven and glory in the highest heaven. Some of the Pharisees in the crowd said to him, Teacher, order your disciples to stop. He answered, I tell you, if these were silent, the stones would shout out. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The second scripture lesson from the Gospel of Luke is so familiar and has been read so often that it is possible to miss just how strange it is. It is strange. It starts off strange. When you think about it, consider the owners of the colt and how they must have felt. They, they caught the disciples when they went to borrow it. And I can imagine the owners of that colt feeling very, very strange, especially when the disciples offer their explanation. The Lord needs it. Well, we kind of need it. That's why we bought it, they might have responded. Uh, consider this plan that Jesus comes up with for just a moment. Based on this plan of his, you can tell that he is not used to borrowing colts, which isn't actually a thing. No, uh, a sheriff in the Wild West would never have bought the defense, but I was only borrowing this steed tied up in front of the saloon. So... The disciples must have felt very awkward when Jesus made this request of them. Go into the village ahead of you, and as you enter it, you will find tied there a colt that has never been ridden. Untie it and bring it here. And if anyone asks you, why are you untying it? Just say this, the Lord needs it. Hearing this request, I imagine what those disciples would have been thinking. One might have been thinking, my cousin got hanged for borrowing a colt back in Nazareth. So let it sink in just how strange this gospel lesson is. Or let it sink in how being a friend to Jesus 
so often pushes us beyond our comfort zone, just as love always does. Love pushes us beyond our comfort zone, doesn't it? If it didn't, how would you ever explain people who push their dogs around in strollers? <laughs> you really have to love a dog to push it around in a stroller. But as a husband and as a father, I've found myself doing all kinds of things that I never thought I would do. For example, when Sarah was pregnant with Lily and we went to have our first family portraits taken, the photographer asked me to put my nose on her belly. I looked at the photographer, then I looked at my wife, asking with my eyes, are you serious? <laughs> do I really, do you really want me to do this? But then I did it, my nose on her belly. Why? Because sometimes we do strange things beyond our comfort zone for people whom we love. On the plane last week, uh, we were traveling and I was watching a TV show about a lower middle class teenage girl who wanted to make a big impression at her classmates bat mitzvah. She begged her parents to buy a piece of jewelry that they couldn't afford so she could impress this classmate of hers with what she thought was a super nice gift. Her parents relented, bought the gift, a $100 necklace they had to put on layaway, and the girl presented this gift during the party, only uh, her friend looked at it, said a terse thank you, and then just went back to opening the next present she had to open. Feeling rejected, the lower middle class girl convinced her very best friend to help her steal the necklace back. Now that's friendship, isn't it? How do you know that your friend is really your friend? Well, she'll help you steal a gift back that went unappreciated. She'll, she'll go and she'll borrow a colt for you. Or he'll let you paint your car checkerboard with flames. I'll never forget when my two best friends in high school asked me if they could paint my car. I thought this was a great idea, but I told them that I needed to first ask my parents for permission. When my parents said yes, I couldn't understand why. It was, it was only when I was driving this checkered car around Marietta and people started calling my parents on the phone saying things like, I saw Joe driving down Whitlock and he was going a little too fast. Uh, how did they know that it was me? Well, there weren't any other checkerboard cars driving around Marietta at that time. And, and I suddenly realized I had just allowed my parents to install a tracking device on me. <laughs> now, put these, two, put these two ideas together. On the one hand, the feeling that you feel when a friend has just asked you to do something that's beyond your comfort zone. And... A car that announces itself to the community. When you put those two concepts together, you are well on your way to understanding why Palm Sunday matters so much. It's just, it's not just palms waved by a crowd of people. It's not just the Sunday before Easter. It is when Jesus asked his disciples to borrow a colt and he announces himself to Jerusalem. 
For he, in so doing, is fulfilling an ancient prophecy. He is broadcasting his identity and his intention. More than that, he is forcing every single pe person in that city to make a very uncomfortable choice. Are you with me or are you with Rome? Are you a friend of Jesus or do you truly follow him with your whole life? Are you just waving a palm branch or are you ready to make a decision to become his disciple? It's a choice that surely pushed many beyond their comfort zone. In our second scripture lesson, the Pharisees find themselves on the fence because they are not comfortable choosing Jesus. In other words, they knew exactly what it all meant and they were sure they were ready. They were not sure they were ready to put their nose on anyone's belly or to help a friend steal back a, a necklace. When they heard the multitude praising God with a loud voice saying, blessed is the king. It made them nervous because they fully understood what Jesus was doing. They knew exactly what the crowd meant, and it scared them because they'd been waiting for the real king of Jerusalem while treating the emperor of Rome as though he were it. They were trying to be two things at the same time, not wanting to stand on one side or the other. However... If Jesus is the king of Jerusalem, then that means the emperor isn't. Therefore, on that Palm Sunday so long ago, they were asked to make an uncomfortable choice. A choice made obvious considering the event that uh, the other event of that particular week so many years ago. The same week that Jesus rode into Jerusalem on a colt, Pontius Pilate, draped in the gaudy glory of imperial power, came riding into town as well. Today, scholars believe that the great irony of Palm Sunday is that there were, in fact, two parades that same week. Into Jerusalem rode Pontius Pilate on a white horse surrounded by drums, trumpets, and soldiers at arms while Jesus rode into that same city that same week on a colt surrounded by crowds of peasants waving branches. It was a choice then that every citizen of Jerusalem had to make. Are you with Rome or are you with Jesus? Both had a parade, both commanded a crowd, and both proclaimed that they were king. For those two crowds on that day so long ago, it would have been a very bold choice, like any bold choice you've ever made, where you chose close friendship or love over common sense. For if you chose to stand with Jesus, you risked your livelihood, your position, and probably your very life. For in those days, Rome, imperial Rome, would put up the crucified on the way into any city they, can, they, they controlled to broadcast their power. Yet Jesus rides in on a colt, proclaiming his presence and his identity, risking his life by saying, I am here and I am king. So many rejoiced, but rather than welcome him, the Pharisees begged him, 
Get your people under control. Why? Because Rome is watching. Rome is listening. And Rome intended to control the city and to broadcast the kingship of the emperor. The Pharisees then, feeling as though Rome were just too strong, felt more comfortable keeping quiet. What's the matter with that? I'll tell you. Following Jesus requires us to step beyond our comfort zone. Every day, Jesus calls us to follow him as he leads beyond what we are used to and towards the kingdom of God. Take up your cross, the Savior said, is how the hymn goes, if you would my disciple be. Take up your cross and with willing heart, humbly follow after me. That's a a good hymn to sing, but it's a hard hymn to live. That's why I admire these two disciples turned cult thieves. They heard him speak and they decided to follow. Again, they did that uncomfortable thing. Just as they had dropped their nets, turned away from their old lives and followed him, they went and borrowed him a colt, whether they were comfortable with it or not. Doing uncomfortable things like that is such a part of growing up and living the Christian life. So it's right there in 1 Corinthians. When I was a child, I spoke like a child, I thought like a child, I reasoned like a child. When I became an adult, I put an end to childish ways. That's the life of faith, and so Scripture describes marriage like this. A man must leave his father and mother and will be, and will be joined to his wife, and the two shall become one flesh. It's a choice. Something must be left behind, and those, it, those who find it too uncomfortable to stop appeasing their parents are forced to live on the set of Everybody Loves Raymond for the rest of their lives. Friends, we are all the time being asked to leave our old lives behind to follow where he leads. And today I am convinced that the way to choose which way is the right one is by listening to our discomfort. For so often it is by doing strange things. Things that uh, we that lie just outside of our comfort zone that brings the most satisfaction and the most joy. That's the way it is with love. There's a great stewardship illustration that my friend Mike Velarde shared with me a couple years ago. He encouraged me to use it during our annual stewardship pledge campaign. It goes like this. A chicken and a pig were talking about what they would give to the master to be uh, put on his breakfast table. The chicken gladly gave her contribution, which she was comfortable with, two eggs. While the pig realized he was on the line to make a bigger commitment. Palm Sunday is a commitment kind of Sunday. 
recognize that what he's on his way to is not a comfortable contribution, but an uncomfortable commitment. That's where this parade is leading him. He rides a colt, though he is the Lamb of God, himself the sacrifice, to take away the sin of the world. As a great sign of his love, he offers this world of ours his life. Well beyond his comfort zone, he proves that the stone the builders have rejected, the Pharisees and so many others rejected, deserves to be the chief cornerstone of our lives. So even when it's uncomfortable, I charge you to follow him. Why? Because by his love for us, he proves that he can be trusted. Amen. This podcast is a ministry of First Presbyterian Church of Marietta. Come join us Sundays at 189 Church Street, Marietta, Georgia, or visit us online at fpcmarietta.org.